0: Spotlight with Sarah Hendy, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
1: Faster My, and welcome to Spotlight. I'm Sarah Hendy. I'll be here with you till half past six this evening. And it's been a long old time, hasn't it? But it's lovely to be back. On tonight's programme, we'll be speaking to local artist David Paul Cowley, who is auctioning off a very special portrait he drew through lockdown we also speak to local poet Jackie Morrie-Grace, who's preparing for her very first international performance tomorrow morning. And we're going to be playing a song from Brish's new album, which launches on Friday. Well it's lovely to be back and uh, thank you to everyone who's been in touch recently to tell me about all sorts of events that are happening now that lockdown's over. If there's anything creative that you'd like to talk to us about then just email spotlight at manxradio.com. It'd be lovely to have you on the programme and if you can't stick around for the full 25 minutes tonight then you can find the programme as a free podcast on the Manx Radio website. We're starting this evening with local artist David Paul Cowley, who is auctioning off a very special portrait he did through lockdown. It's called Our Island in Safe Hands and is a portrait of Chief Minister Howard Quayle, Health Minister David Ashford, Dr. Rosalind Ranson and Chief Constable Gary Roberts. The portrait is currently up for auction with bids starting at £500 and all money raised will be donated to Manin Sepsis. You brought such a lovely collection of works with you here for me to see. When when did you first get in, into drawing?
2: Um, probably got first into drawing Sarah, when I was little, to be honest. Yeah. Um, probably eight, nine, ten. Um, my dad was never good at drawing, so it was, I always went to my mum. And um, but I really just loved it when I was at school. And um, the art side of things, just in class doing art, mm-hmm. and probably aimed. I mean. I don't think I'm silly at all, but my main subject really is with art. To be honest, I just feel um, it's probably gifted. Uh, you know, it's a gift from God, really. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I've, I think I've had all my life, mm-hmm. um, and I just I can I just sit and I can just relax and just be in my own world doing doing it. To be honest, it's so enjoyable
1: yeah um, and this is something that you do in addition to i mean i'm here at your, your well, place no, of work you, yeah. you're a plumber
2: i'm not i'm actually a painter and decorator by oh, trade yeah. um but i mean it goes back I, I first served me time in 1982 with douglas corporation and um, so i am actually i was actually born in liverpool i was adopted originally oh. so but i've been on the isle of man since a baby you know um I first served me time Douglas Corporation in 1982 and I was with them probably 12 years, done four years um, get me city and gills and me advanced city and gills at the Highland College and um, then I, I think we actually all got made redundant in 1993 unfortunately and um, but I think in life sometimes you just need that bit of a kick up your bum and send you in another direction so in 1993 I actually started my own paint and decorating company, um, which I've done ever since, up until a couple of years ago, um, unfortunately I've always had asthma, um, my wife Michelle, she suffers with asthma and my son suffers with asthma, um, but I was rushed into the hospital a couple of years ago with pneumonia and unfortunately I've got irreversible lung damage, um, COPD, um, so unfortunately I've had to get out of my career of paint and decorating, which a kind of passion in my life to be honest. Um but I always enjoyed the art side of things. i have done a lot of work at the Gately Theatre with signwriting and mm-hmm. um a lot of hanging all the specialist papers in there then back in the nineties. Um, so it was a bit of a bit of a turmoil in my life really. Um but apart from that I've always done the art side of things as a hobby. Um but I could be probably honestly now um the art gallery used to be on Boxer Road. Simon, who's moved now, he's always done me framing for me, um, but I think he's kind of steered me more to taking it a bit more seriously in my life. So um, I'm trying to really look at the bigger picture and trying to go full time if I can. And um, that's the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, I mean, I'm enjoying my work. I work in city Plumber now in the painting department, so I can pass on any advice and. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as painting and decorating, unfortunately. But um, you know, it helps, and that's the way it is at the moment. Yeah.
1: The art side of things. Did you did you ever drop it and pick it up again, or is it always is um, um, it always been well, with you? Uh,
2: it's been through me, through my career as painting and decorating. To be honest, um, you know, I've done specialists. I you know, I used to hand marble, um, you know, panels and done a lot of graining, which involves quite a lot of arty type of um, stuff, you know. Um, I did, I mean, although signwriting was a big, big part of things in the old days, before vinyl signs come along, um, and people always said to me, well, surely you couldn't have been busy, but up until I actually ended my career in painting and deck, I was busy, you know, I always had signwriting, whether it be for churches or the Gately Theatre and one thing and another, the railway stations. And mm. um, the last job I did was Castle Russian Clock. They actually took the clock off the castle, right. and I refurbished the clock and I regilded it with twenty-four karat gold. So that was one of the last jobs I did. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's quite a legacy. That's quite something to be able to well, point out. Yeah, uh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean. When we turned the croc around, the guy that had done it before me was a, a, as an old guy who I looked up to, was a guy called Jack Eaton. Um, and Jack, he's originally from Castletown. Um, but Jack had a, an accident years ago and he has actually shot his arm off. And he the arm he shot off, he actually signwrited with. So Jack had to relearn all over again with the other arm. And Jack was one of the main signwriters, had done a lot of work back in the early 80s, 90s on the Isle of Man you know but it was Jack's name that was on the clock so he was the one before me that you know when when it was taken down and I'd redone it so it was lovely you know when I seen his name and I've put my name on the back of it now as well, so yeah. maybe in another twenty-five years' time, when someone takes it down, they'll see my name as yeah. well. You know, so yeah, part
1: yeah, yeah. of something really special there. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and the the main reason that we're here talking today is because of a very particular picture that you've drawn, and it's it's a pencil drawing, isn't it? it um is, yeah. Tell yeah. us tell us a little bit about the picture and and where the idea came from.
2: Yeah. Well. Uh, Probably the idea, I mean, like I said, you said, I suffer with irreversible lung damage. So to be honest, um, when the COVID come about, I was, I mean, still anxious now. and worried now, even though I'm back at work. I only come back to work last week. Um, But I just think, I mean, we've listened to the updates of the government. um, And I mean, there is people that, you know, controversially, but to be honest, I think they've done a fantastic job. I really do. Um, they're in a, a very difficult situation being in the job they're in um, and I just think they've done a fantastic job, I really do. Um, before I did that one, I'd done actually one of Captain Tom, that done the, the steps which I yeah. aug- auctioned off and um, we raised some money and I give that to the St John's Ambulance. Um, but what I've done, I've, I've actually done a, a pencil portrait, raise, which is on my website actually, um, of the Chief Minister. Howard and um, the Health Minister David Ashford, Dr Rosalind Ranson and the uh, Chief Constable Gary Roberts and they very kindly have signed the actual picture um, before I've had it framed so I've actually had it framed, it's actually an A2 uh, pencil drawing so it's quite unique um, the drawing um, but what I did was I'd done them a copy that they could keep personally for themselves um, so I've, ha- I've had the picture framed, um, professionally mounted and framed, and I was hoping, and this was under advice actually, in, I, I want to raise some money to go to Man and Sepsis, the charity, which is a local charity on the island. Um, it has got a personal reason, um, because and, um, I think Man and Sepsis needs a lot more awareness, and I think that's what they're trying to do, make people a lot more aware. Um my cousin was actually hospitalized last year, and he actually had sepsis um and he was on he was on a kidney machine every he was on you know um and luckily he's come through and all so but I think it just needs you know we can't give too every to charity, but um my wife Michelle, who i'd be lost with her she's a big support of my life um she actually plays the bagpipes for Ellen Phelan pipes and drums. Now, the pipe major John struthers um him and his wife, obviously they're the main people behind man and sepsis um and that's one of the reasons really, and with the connection with me cousin and more he's mm-hmm. gone through that, I've kind of picked that charity yeah um
1: so it's a very it's a, it's very close to your heart, it's it very personal a close, connection yeah. you've it, got it, to it there's
2: a bit of a connection, yeah, very yeah. much so, yeah, yeah,
1: and you're auctioning this on your website, is that I right
2: am, yeah, we have kind of started off at 500 pound or in access to that i mean and i i've had i've asked people i mean if you go to my website if you scroll down the bottom there is a, a facebook connection there so if you click on that it'll take you straight to my facebook and i can understand people because i've asked them to post, post their bids on facebook so everyone can keep up to date mm-hmm. and i understand that people want to kind of keep anonymous i suppose yeah so i'd more than welcome people to email me yeah or get in touch in that way if they don't want to reveal mm-hmm. you know their connection in any way regarding money or one thing or another yeah. but I think it'd be so lovely to try and raise some money yeah. for the man on sepsis but what I have I mean unfortunately I've run it I've run the auction at the end of this month and um, but what I've actually said to them is if it doesn't reach the target for some unbeknown reason um, I'll give them the picture anyway yeah. and then maybe in the future maybe if they have a a fundraiser they may be able to raise some funds through that in that way you know
1: yeah Yeah, because it's a it's an image which um sort of documents and in the future will commemorate a time which hopefully we can all look back on um as
2: as a a one-off event but that's that's right yeah fingers crossed yeah like i say i'm i'm still a bit anxious i really am Mm. um especially the job i'm in because um you know i'm i'm mainly dealing in the shop in city plumbing and the paint department and there's different customers every five minutes. You know, get so busy, and it is quite hard to try and keep that social distance in the times. Mm. Um, but I think sometimes you got to just move on and, and try and get on with things and get back to as normal as we can be. You know, mm. um, because there's so much over here. You know, mm. it'd be so lovely to just. I just love getting out and about and sketching, and it's just so peaceful. And I love it. I do. You know just i can just relax while i'm doing it it's lovely it really is like yeah and
1: um people if people want to see more of your work and uh see the image that we've been talking about which yeah. um is up for auction for I man in sepsis go, yeah
2: I mean, I mean if they just go to the website really the website's david paul cowley dot im um which will just take you to the main website itself really but um what I tend to try and do is uh, if you scroll down to the bottom of the the web the website itself and um, there's a latest news section and what i'm going to try and do is just try and keep that updated maybe weekly on different things um different pictures I'm in the middle of at the moment or um but I mean it, it's down at the moment so if you if you scroll down to the news latest news section you'll see the charity Facebook auction and then um really just down to the bottom of the page you've got the media links. Mm-hmm. and you'll see the Facebook link and if you click on that it'll take you to the Facebook page really okay. where you know like I say you're more than welcome to to bid on anything or on the website itself you know you can there is a shop available there um, so it's just in case of really clicking on art for sale which will take you to the main the main shop itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Well you've got a lot of really lovely work on there and I hope that the weather uh, i've heard it's set to improve i hope you get a good summer so you can get out and get up in the hills and de-draw in and um and enjoy the scenery of the isle of man again
2: <laughs> yeah i know I, I, I can't wait myself to be honest it's it sounds kind of ironic because i've been on furlough to be honest so i've been stuck at home knocking you know not being able to get out and um it would it'd be lovely to get back to normal again and uh, get out and about and get some work done spotlight brought to you by the isle of man arts council
1: Now, although pretty much everything was cancelled through lockdown, and I think that sort of counts the world over, it's really inspiring to see how people have been connecting with each other and how creative events have still been happening despite all of the regulations we had to get used to. Local poet Jackie Mori Grace connected with Poets in Australia and is right now preparing for her very first international performance which is taking place live tomorrow morning from 10 o'clock till 12. If you'd like to watch this performance you just need to search Poets Out Loud Australia and you'll find all of the right links. Now do excuse the quality of this one, there are a couple of hiccups because I was speaking to Jackie through some wondrous technology Um, which wasn't always completely smooth, so do forgive the odd hiccup. I had to start by asking her, of course, just how lockdown was.
0: So lockdown was was fairly tricky to be honest. I found it creatively hard. I think because everything was so out of context and so frightening to be honest. Um, so it took a while to kind of get my head around it. And we did do the little poetry thing for the arts council. So about halfway through, I started doing Mark wrists um, He's he's like an English performance poet. I started to do like it was more like a poetry therapy club to be honest, called Write Club. And there were quite a few Maxies involved in it. And um, that was that was my first kind of like you know foray so to speak into like uh looking at more national international kind of things and um and then on top of all that so i've been doing the instagram thing and i've become friends with the new south wales poetry Sam champ over in australia uh, we became connected because he he was uh, mutually like my work and we started to follow each other and um, comment a lot on each other's things and then we started to chat privately and he was just talking about he was talking about international open mics and he had like an open mic thing basically I I thought i would go along and have a little go and the quality over there is excellent I have to say it's like really um it's it's quite a standard so that was really good fun and we had I think I think Moira Stevens turned up to that too from the Isle of Man so we had quite a good representation over there and then um so after I'd done the the open mic with uh, his name's Damien Becker actually, if anyone wants to look him up. So he, yeah, so he has cystic fibrosis, and a lot of his poetry is incredibly rich language and just beautiful, beautiful words about his experience of being like what he calls um, an activist or an unactivist, and kind of you know because he's he's quite disabled with the condition. Uh, so on the back of that, anyway, I just I just discovered I was looking around online, and I found there was like um the the Aussie guys were doing like a, a poetry slam. And I just thought I would have a little check-in, and I did. The group are called Poets Out Loud, so if you put that into the search of Facebook. I've done two open mics and the slam, and then I've done like a a couple of the Manx Feral ones, which are really nice, really good fun. Um, But what I found, I've got very poor Wi-Fi in my house, so I have have frozen a couple of times mid-performance, and I'm a very dramatic performer, so I dread to think what people kind of saw, but people still seem to have liked it, so that's a good thing. And did that medium
1: work for you? Was that was that a comfortable way to perform? Do you think they'll continue?
0: Yeah, um, it's really interesting, actually. So it, it was kind of different with everybody. Um, so when I did the slam one, it still had the same kind of party intense. Energetic kind of slam feel that you get at a slam, which is really nice. What I found with the other ones, what you forget about like open mics is that they're very social occasions, so you go along and yes you're performing or you're watching the performance, but you're you're also meeting up with people, and you can't do that on zoom at all really when you're doing that kind of thing. You might see them like clapping or in Australia, they don't clap actually, they've got a different kind of hand movement but um but it's it is a little bit unnerving to be honest, because you finish and there's nothing, and like I say, you don't know if you've frozen or if you've been cut off I you know so it's yeah that that's the only thing about it but I'm I'm sure technology will develop a bit better how are you going to warm up how are you going to prepare? All oh, right. okay, so what I'm doing, um, because my Wi-Fi is not very good, actually, Sarah, um, I am going to... I've been invited down to, um, uh, to Jip Begains down at Ballagroove Studios and he's said he's got really good Wi-Fi down there. So I'm actually going to go down there very early in the morning. Warming up, I'm not quite sure. I think I'll just get up early and then by the time I've arrived, I will hopefully be prepared is my plan.
1: Have you thought of which of your poems exactly you're you're going to perform? Yeah.
0: Well... I am in the process of doing that. Um I have set aside an evening to kind of think about it, because you know it's a big, it's a it's a very big thing. It's my first proper international performance, I suppose. So um yeah, I am going to do um a prose poem. So I'm thinking of doing one called Tattoo. I've got three prose poems which are all kind of very self-indulgent language and they they've all got the same kind of feel. So I'm going I'm I'm thinking of tattoo either that or sea thief and um a selection of shorter page poetry pieces. And maybe "Pater ends, which is another one that I've got, which is about three minutes. If anyone's interested in any of my work, um I've got a Facebook and Instagram presence, and my handle is grace poetry. And uh, yeah, you can follow me there and check out my stuff. Yes, do have a look at her website and her Instagram. She's got some
1: wonderful videos on there. And make sure you don't miss tomorrow's live performance from 10 o'clock UK time. Now we've got something rather special for you. On Saturday night, Christy Dehaven had the first play of Be Your Best in the live lounge. And now we're going to give it another play for you because this Friday at Compton Vaults, Bisky Brist will be launching their new album, Stand in the Sea. And if you enjoy this tune, which I'm sure you will, you can get it in advance if you pre-order the album. So as soon as you pre-order that album on iTunes, this will be available for you to enjoy right away. So here they are. This is Bisky Brist with Be Your Best. That's it for this week. Thanks so much to our guests this week, Jackie Murray-Grace, David Paul Cowley and, of course, the wonderful Bisky Brisht. I'll be back next Wednesday just after the 6 o'clock news with more creative news from around the island. Have a lovely creative week. Slend you!